This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, so I'm looking at these pictures, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What did I tell you about looking at pornography on the fucking podcast, man? Dude, I got to pass the time somehow. Claire Doden, I met her last night at the We're Live season finale. You're awesome. Very beautiful. Sad I didn't take a picture with you or a good picture. Um, hope to see you again sometime. Is she she's, single? I have no clue. I just want to. I didn't want to talk to her, man. She has this awesome accent. She's great. <laughs> and a whole weird live cast. I guess I'm gonna start off with that just because I really kind of went down the rabbit hole. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you should. It's a zombie podcast. If you like zombies, do yourself a favor. Just wrapped up their series finale, four seasons, free on iTunes. Go give it a listen. Everybody's awesome. Um, yeah. Claire. All right. I'm done. Um, <laughs> who is that Claire? Wait, wait. Who? Are you Donut. done looking or are you done masturbating? Cause there's a difference. Um, cause once you know you're what? done, you can kind of keep looking, you know, you get that like, <laughs> you're like finished and then you just kind of like see which tabs are left open. Right, be like, oh man, I didn't even get to that one. You know, sometimes I save myself for that one tab. (laughs) You know, it's like that good picture. You know, I, I, I mouse click, I drag it in about the mid twenties maybe, and then I kind of keep my eye on that so I know where I'm getting to it. So like I build up, click, build up, close, build up, close. And once I hit, I see it's like number 19. I'm like, okay, better get ready. And then close tab. Perfect. Bang. Harmony. Right. It's uh, a like poetry in motion, if you will. Exactly. I do that with videos too. I kind of like, you know, okay, I plan it. Like, here's the crescendo of the music. Crescendo of the music. <laughs> and that's when it's going to happen. You know, so so I have the video going, but then I play some like, you know, classy shit in the background. Are you saying like you're, you're using your cock as like the orchestra wand? <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> Your V from the beginning of the movie. Fireworks going off. No, but see, I'm like a normal person. I use like the time bar that's left. Up, oh, I only got a minute left. Better get this shit done. No, but you a see, minute long video. Here's the thing. We do that. We do that when we're young. When you get like that, you know, fifteenth year under your belt, you got to get creative. So, you, so Sam, right now you're you're fine. You, it's easy for you. But then when you beat that meat, <laughs> you need to keep the relationship, you know, exciting. You need to keep that flame, you know, or else, you'll, or else you'll fall into that hole of like, you know, the S and M and that kind of like abuse stuff, which I personally do not endorse at all. That's I'm just, all that, that's just cross the line. I'm all about you, it. You, sir, you, sir, it. disgust me. Uh, that's not the first time I've heard that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I just want to know how many of our shows have started us talking about penis.
Well, All guys, you know, um, lack of last time. I, I've been wanting to say that I'm coming out because obviously, if you talk about penis, it must be your, mean you're homosexual, right? That's the that's the rule, right? <laughs> yep. Penis, 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 penis. Well, we, didn't guys, we, need, we need to start new rumors so that you know we can get viral and we can right. be on you know AOL News and AOL uh, News. Wow, black <laughs> Captain America is gay. You hear about that? So not only is he the Falcon, Anthony Mackie. But he's also a homosexual. Are you serious or are you just saying that? I'm just, <laughs> Oh, cause. I am dead serious. Listening audience, Anthony Mackie. Is not only Anthony Mackie gay, black Captain America's gay in the comic. Spread the word. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. With know. him being black or gay? Both. Oh, okay. He could be black. There is something with, wrong with him being Captain America. <laughs> Cause that's just, that's just jingoistic. True. And that just that disturbs me. Like, why can't he be like Captain World Citizen, like Captain, Captain International Planet? Peace? Just <laughs> a Captain, Captain Planet? Planet. He's blue. I'm Actually, just saying. Don though. Cheadle played him on a on a video once. Yeah. So technically, Captain America. Funny or die. Captain, Captain Planet. Planet is black. Captain America's black too. Shit, I'm not wrong. I think we should make all captains black. Captain Crunch should be black. <laughs> Captain Kangaroo should <laughs> be black. For the record, it's what is it? It's Colonel Crunch. Is he a colonel? A commandant crunch. Yeah, he only has three stars. He's not a captain. <laughs> or three, yeah. So. so you're saying Captain Kirk should be black? Yes. And Cisco. By... Cisco was black. He was a captain, I think, on Deep Space Nine. Something like that. Cisco? That's the, that's the, the dude's thong. name. The th- oh, I was like, the thong song? Was... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Wow. I was like, yes, he was black. He had blonde hair for some reason. Who else captain. is a captain? Captain Caveman? He should be black. You know, he might be black though. He's what about Captain in Insano. <laughs> captain Underpants. Um, what's another captain? Captain Morgan. <laughs> captain he could Hook be bar- from Barbados. He could be from Barbados. You just go down different pirates. What about Blackbeard? <laughs> he wasn't a captain though. He had a he ship. Was, he was a captain. He was a privateer. Oh, they didn't oh. have rank. You're right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like Speaking Michael Thatch or something like that? That was his real name. History. Whoa. Yeah. No, yeah, that's true. I don't know if it's true. I'm just going to agree with you. <laughs> uh, yes. You I get all my history from Assassin's Creed. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't we all, though? Right. If I was thrown I'm, into, um, what's it called? Istanbul, I would know my way around. At <laughs> a five to one scale. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you, if every kid was forced to sit down, not forced, if every kid was just sat down and told to play these games, you could quiz them on some stuff and they'd probably know. They'd have some knowledge of like Renaissance Italy and just be sure, collect all the feathers and get all the glyphs. So you have to do the puzzles with all the nice artwork. And everything. Oh man. Yeah. Then you, you know, have to find the app. Yeah. You know, you know, that was really a thing like way back when they, there's a dude who just put a bunch of feathers and flags all over Italy. <laughs> They're still there. Nobody's gonna collect with them. Right. It's for the children. On, you can they see can them on Google Maps the too. Flags. It's on Google Maps. Yeah, look on Google Maps. You'll find all those feathers and flags. They've been uncollected for hundreds of years since the Renaissance. Because people have guns now, and if you're climbing the roofs, they'll shoot your ass down. The guards are much better now. That's why, um, as the game gets progressively like more advanced, like they just go further in time. I'm like, it's gonna get harder. It's gonna become more and more of a stealth game because. Imagine like an Assassin's Creed set in the wild, wild west. 
where everybody just has six shooters and like Reaper rifles. It's like that guy looks suspicious. Shoot him. And even right now with the the French Revolution, like there was a lot of weaponry. There's a lot of. I mean, there was. I think were they still flintlock at that time? I think so. Yeah. 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 So it was right after the American Revolution. Yeah. So there's still flintlock. So I guess it's not as bad. But you get again. I think the next iteration of the series after um, what's coming out right now. It's Assassin's Creed Five. Yeah, this is five. Yeah, with the French Revolution, I think it's going to go to either the American Industrial Revolution or um, the Wild, the West. And I think the railroad company is going to have a big thing to do with like Templars and stuff. Is Cisco going to be in the Wild Wild West? Uh, that is a very specific '90s song joke. The wiggity 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 Wild Wild West. Oh, that'll be our intro song. I didn't get that. I was still thinking about the thong song. Gil- Gilbert's just a little loveless about it. Eh, eh, that's a, the bad guy from the movie. He's, God, he's not jiggy with it. You guys are talking about Cisco. I got totally confused. The wiggity, 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 wild, wild west is wiggity, wiggity, Will Smith. <laughs> but Cisco's in that song. Yeah, but does anybody remember Cisco? For other Drew than Hill. the thong song? Yeah, you're yeah. right. It was Drew Hill that time. He had gone past the Cisco stage. Drew Hill, Big Will. We could do Wild Wild West. Really? He changed his name to Drew Hill? That's his actual name. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it isn't. Did you change your name to William? No, you're Gerg. Shut up. No, his name is Drew Cisco Hill. <laughs> my name, my just, name is you know. My name is Sugar Hill. That's why I have diabetes. Man, that was a bad joke. Shot. It was. The I tried to save you with my insulin shot, Jerry. Right. So that we Which would both see. wasn't even a joke. It was more just a statement. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't have some insulin then. No offense to anybody who has diabetes out there. My apologies. You know what? Forget that. Offense to anybody with diabetes. <laughs> I hope you take offense, sir. As I pick a bite on my Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I will join you soon. And then right. we shall be brothers. And we will be brothers in offensiveness. Gilbert's making up words again. <laughs> Just be sure to get all your diabetes and diabetes testing supplies sent directly to your door. Wilfred Brimley, Wilford rest in peace. Uh, who died today? Uh, Wilfred Brimley <laughs> died today? No, no, no. Somebody died today. Is he dead? I think a lot I of think, people died today. Well, I mean, somebody famous, and that's the only people we care about. Oh, oh um, so, so forget all those people that just died. The Glossy Strip? Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. No? That oh, too God. soon? We're not talking about that. That's way too confusing for me. <laughs> also, Wilfred Brimley's still alive, and he's uh, only 79 years old. Really? He looks like he's about 105. 105, uh, still living alive. James Gardner Who's died that? today. He is um, oh, Rockford from the Rockford Files, I believe oh, so. Yeah, because my parents uh, remember that. Yeah, he also was the old version of um, the Notebook. The guy telling the story to the old lady. He's Ryan Gosling's future. Ryan Gosling's future. There you go. But yeah, so anybody cares about him? I mean, I'm, I get it. He did a lot of great things in his past. But are people just being hipsters saying, "Oh, I remember him. I listen to him all the time. I watch no. him all the time." Oh, Sam, Sam, don't you remember the Rockford Files? You remember that? Oh, right? Yeah, you used to yeah, watch that all the time when we were young. The Western comedy uh, series Maverick. You guys remember that, right? Yep. Oh, oh, you mean Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> nope, he no. doesn't. See, the only old timey person I know is uh, Andy Griffith. Because one, Andy Griffith's show, when we had like early days off at school, that was always on PBS. 
and Matlock. That was always on like Channel 6, Fox at the Afternoon. So I know me some Andy Griffith. I know the whistling and everything. But this guy. James Gardner. Yeah, he passed away. Nah, I mean, honestly, you know, it's. We have to be the obli- obli- obligatory sadness kind of thing. But. All right, it comes in threes. I feel like. I feel like these are kind of. This is just what happens. People pass on, you know. Ideally, we don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to be like in pain when they pass. So, you know. Yeah, and then like. Rest in peace. They got no ill will against them. You know, I've never personally watched the show. I watched The Notebook. But you know what? You know, rest in peace, brother. I I cried to Notebook. It's fine. I haven't seen The Notebook. Sinner. (laughs) Um, I told my mom, and she was like, How old is he? And she was, I was like, I don't know, like 88. And she's like, he was so young. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to the family where the women grow up to be like 103 and shit. So. <laughs> Sam, like the plants, they grow. <laughs> they grow. They just keep growing. They live. They have very, very good genes on the female side. Yeah, I was like, that's very specific. Let me explain. My great-grandma lived to be 103, and she was like cognizant until about 101. She's cognizant up to 103. I mean, she had um, she had Alzheimer's, but that was just because I mean, the brain at one point is just like I, this is I've been alive for too long. <laughs> I can I, I can not remember half the shit I, you fed me. And she she was a fighter. She got in a fight with her. They put her. She lived by herself for like 40 years, and they put her in a, um Jesus an Alzheimer's Christ. home. And they gave her a roommate, and she, one day she like got in a fight with the roommate because she was like, "This is my side of the room. The fuck up." <laughs> and <laughs> that was my great grandma right there. She got in a fight with the roommate, and then they put her in her own room. And I was like, "Yep, you can't be by you can't live a life." And then like she died in 2006, so 103 years. She was born in 1903. How much crap did that lady go through? <laughs> She was 30 during the Depression. She was nine when the Titanic sank. She lived through two world wars. Two world wars. Vietnam, Korea, both the desert storms. She went, she saw us go from no radio to the the fucking iPod. (laughs) Model T to the Honda Civic. Right. Model T to the Tesla. There, there. Yeah. (laughs) Early stages shit. And. You know, so I'm like, this, I wish I, that's one of my biggest things. Like, I wish I was smart enough back then to be like, you know, tell me, let's talk, let's record this. You have been alive for so long. (laughs) You know what? That's kind of the disappointing thing about like where we are. Because all the stuff we do is going to be recorded. It's already being recorded. So our kids are going to be like, oh man, I wish I talked to grandpa about like, the 2000s, the 1990s, because they're just going to be watching VH1. And it's going to be I Love the 90s Part 18. <laughs> and, or they'll watch the video of you on YouTube from like 80 years ago. <laughs> like, Grandpa, you were stupid. I have to watch this on a screen? What is this? <laughs> Grandpa, what's the Fantastic Voyage? <laughs> oh, cocaine's a hell of a drug, sonny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I would trade some of that, like, for people who were born in like 1900 and be like, just somehow find a way to re-record their stuff. Like, can we yeah. trade information? Like, right. Like, 
part of me wants to go back to the just because I'm like my business mind. I want to go back to like the fifties and be like hang around with the advertisers of the fifties and forties and be like, how, how did you tell everybody what they want? Cocaine. Explain lots to me. Lots of cocaine. You literally told people they needed TVs. People were happy without them, but you told them they needed them. <laughs> your, your advertising campaign was like happy wife, happy life. Like imagine if that was on TV now, if you could get away with that. <laughs> yeah. And selling cigarettes to kids. Yeah. There's all that stuff too. Hey, kids needed cigarettes, all right, if they wanted to be cool. I mean, they working in the coal mines. Yeah, you were tired. You need something to relax you. <laughs> exactly. Break time, you only got like five minutes of break. You need a, something that's, you know, dies down quick. And you ain't getting paid in them five minutes, so you better get your ass back to work. <laughs> and a shot's too expensive. Right. That's another thing. I want to go back back in time, just like a $100 bill, and see how much I could buy. <laughs> just fill up my car, be with the groceries, and I bought this ice cream for a penny. <laughs> I, bought, I would just buy 100,000 penny candies Give me all the candy you have i just buy as much stock in AT&T as I could With 100 bucks and be like Sir, what are you doing? Nothing Don't, don't, don't. I believe I believe, I believe in you. The telephone could be a big deal And I, I have to tell people you know, I work with cell phones I'm like, Do you know what AT&T stands for? American Telegraph And Telephone <laughs> That's how long they've been around Yep Oh, it's just like Best Western. There was one day, like the Pony Express, there were like telegrams and stuff. Western Union? Western, Western Union. Union, that's what I thought. Wells about. Fargo? Best, Best, Western. Best Western's a hotel place. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, they used to send shit across, you know, cross country. You know. No red, red Roof Inn, tell you that much. Rent by the hour. <laughs> oh, Red Roof Inn. Where you hotel go take prostitutes. Hotel 6 is named after the address it had because there's only six houses on the street. <laughs> Are you serious? No. Oh, how about <laughs> Absolutely that? not. Hey, Motel 8 was the next one over, so. All I know is that when we stayed at a Red Roof Inn, after seeing what we saw in the lobby, I was just saying I wanted to burn the place down <laughs> because it felt dirty. Wait, did you happen to see a spider in the lobby? I, I wish that's that's what it would, could be. Was the because if, if you saw a spider in the lobby, your natural instincts would be to burn it down, right? Well, of course. I mean, is that everybody's natural instinct? Before we get into the stories, nobody knows who the fuck we are. So, I'm Sam Gonzalez, one of your hosts today. I'm Gerg. You knew by thy sexual voice. By sexual, I mean sensual. And I am Cambo Ultrafuego. <laughs> And this is the Fantastic Voyage. Welcome to the show. We're here after a successful week. This is like our 20th day of the Mexicans.com. How have we done so far? What do you guys think? My butt itches. We have 20 days of this shit? We've been doing this for 20 days. Tired already. Shit. If you guys expect listeners, you guys better update more content. You guys got to give daily content. I want daily content. content. Daily content? I daily. talk to people. I want minutely content. You guys want to survive in Why the real Why are people from world. the South? Why are all our fans talking like they're from the South? Sam, that's not a South Southern voice. Don't be racist. That's definitely a black voice that I'm doing <laughs> right now. No, I clearly knew. Black, like, I'm thinking more of maybe, uh, like, Midwest. <gasps> I just figured out. It could have been a black person from the South. So we're all like, in general, like who stole your lunch money or what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, that's the South what they do? Where I am right now. 
What? I'm confused. I'm confused with what you said. Who's stealing yeah. your money? I don't have a lunch. Black, pe- black people from the South are stealing your money. No? That's happening? I'm just being no. more racist and pre- prejudiced. I was like, is that, a, is that a news story or is that like Apparently, a general stereotype we're all supposed to know about? I think I was digging a hole and then he jumped in and threw me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in it and then I was like, I, you know what? I need to make this problem worse. I'm going to get a blowtorch. <laughs> Figuratively. So let's talk about literally. <laughs> Literal blowtorch. First of all, do any of you guys have this Frank and Oak like advertising on your guys' uh, page? Frank and Oak? Yeah, nope. for the Washington State man. Nope. All right. Well, I have a Frank and Oak advertising. It's a like manly style under $50. And it's like a guy with a majestic beard staring at me. <laughs> Kind that of intimidated. Sounds, sounds like me. That sounds like a Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> like Frank and Oak. Frank and Oak. Thirteenth dwarf walked <laughs> with Frodo to the Mount Doom. Frank and Oak Tavern. Frank and Oak Tavern, where all, all the right. gypsies. <laughs> well, okay. Oh my God. So, who wants to start off with this Washington State man who tries to kill a spider with a blowtorch, and then? Sets his house ablaze. Ablaze. Oh, All right. First, just with the headline, they should take the word man out of it. Because <laughs> if you see a spider and your first reaction is, I need a blowtorch. I mean, some people might argue that that's the manliest way to kill a spider. Or you have your hand and you can just smash it. Or your foot. Or, I mean, even if it goes into the hole, like, isn't that what happens in the story, right? Like, <laughs> the Washington man sees the spider, right, goes um, goes into a hole, like, hole in the wall, correct? Right. And, you know, they have these cans of, like, aerosol that people have, you know? Pretty much no. any can of anything. Well, here, if it was a can of aerosol, like hairspray or something like that, it would be, like, clear or whatever. It's a can of spray paint. So not only was he fucking up his walls, but he was setting it ablaze. <laughs> wow. That's So that so that's what he did. He got the spray paint and then like had a lighter and sprayed the spray paint through the lighter? Yeah. So like you wow. sprayed it and it turned the lighter all along the wall. Now, there's this big internet meme, it's called Kill It With Fire, where a lot of people like they see a spider and people are freaked out by spiders, and so they grab a blowtorch or they grab whatever and they set their house on fire. This guy is the literal, uh, like, example of an internet meme. I can't even believe it. The manifestation of a meme. Right. Say that. You know what it causes? It causes $60,000 worth of damage to the home. I'm just impressed that somebody who's that dumb has the house that's worth (laughs) $60,000. At least. I don't know. I don't think you guys understand the severity of a spider. They have not two, not four, not six... But eight legs. Eight legs. And they have hair. Things with hair are naturally gross. And has like a bunch of eyes, like compound eyes. Spiders are freaky. If a spider was here in my room, I don't know what I would do. I would probably cry for like three days. <laughs> and I am. For three days. Uh, spiders are the only, like, I have this weird thing that um I do in my head because I get bored. and you I don't... do spiders in your head? No, no let me finish. Good. Gurk, Gurk, that's called thinking. It's natural. Okay. Oh, 
There's there's a word for it. Got it. <laughs> so when the voices stop talking and I'm just like, oh man, I need something to think about or occupy my head. Um, I, I think about animals that are small that would be completely terrifying if they're made like relative size to like maybe a dog. And spiders <laughs> are one of those things for me. That'd be like that. If the, imagine if spiders were the size of dogs. <laughs> I don't want to. That's pretty creepy. Wouldn't that be the creepiest <laughs> thing ever? Wouldn't that be like one of our natural like Greg. predators? No, 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 Greg, Greg. You can see this in real life. You either need just need to go to South America or to Australia. Yeah, true. <laughs> you can see all the giant dog spiders your heart desires. <laughs> see, when I say dog spiders, I mean like my dog, like uh, Apollo. Oh yeah. So me too. I, I'm pretty sure this. Oh, shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like a Rottweiler size. There, there's yeah. a video of like a spider the size, the size, two times probably the size of your hand, on this on a ceiling, and a guy is trying to put a bucket on it, and the bucket doesn't nope. contain its legs. And nope. as he tries to put the bucket on the spider, the spider jumps on his face. No, 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 <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, look, there's a, you know, a spider with like a two foot wingspan or like the camel spiders that you always see, like those <laughs> pictures from Iraq. They're like, yeah, fuck that. And that's the appropriate time to use a blowtorch. Well, what else, guys? What else? What else of gargantuan size would freak you out? Like, what if you saw like an ant? Would an ant do the same, have the same effect? Yes, because that would be the strongest <laughs> thing on the planet. <laughs> That'd be snapping um, whatever it wanted in half. See, scorpions. Scorpions being tiny freaked the fuck out of me. Like, yeah, they're real hippie and cool. Like, you know, like the <laughs> on sign. The jacket. Or, on or the jacket <laughs> on the drive. But like... or like, good at lollipops. <laughs> but like, imagine, like you said, a dog-sized scorpion. Not only could it like tweeze your legs off, but it has all that venom. Just wow, just nails you right in the gut and you just like get paralyzed and die. Like people's hands fall off. Like you get stabbed in the hand, they have to chop off the hand, or you die. Well, I mean, just think about it, if everything went up in proportion. Like some venom from scorpions. You know, usually, the smaller and the less color of the scorpion means the most dangerous. Fuck. So yeah, so good luck trying to see the damn thing. But um, yeah, even the, like a small amount of venom from those would kill you if you were to make that proportionate. They could like look at you the wrong way and you'd probably end up dying. <laughs> Just because, I mean, and then, like, the only thing about scorpions, like, I've messed with them as a kid, messed around <laughs> with them, and you just knock off their stinger, and they're virtually just harmless. We make them fight each other. It's funny. Hilarious. <laughs> you drop a little you alcohol on their head, and they go insane and end up dying. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what we do? Just throw booze at them? Oh, yeah, essentially, that's what you would have to do. Break a bottle of Jack Daniels Mol- on his head. Molotov cocktail him? <laughs> Without... Letting it on fire, just throw bottles of stuff. It's crazy. And then, um, what if another. What got drunk? Like you said, proportional. So what if they could just take that much liquor and just get crazy drunk? Right, and just angry? Yeah. And just go mad on you. Another thing I thought about would be grasshoppers. It'd be a pretty cool way of transportation. Yeah. <laughs> Saddle up on a grasshopper. Sweet so Pokemon. Learn feet. fly. And then I do the opposite thing. Where I take large animals and I want to make them into size of dogs. <laughs> so, 
Is what this I would the story re- of your next fanfic? Like, is this going? <laughs> is this like you thought about this a lot, haven't you? You mean well, like writing your Gerge's journal? Mystery Island. I have. Yeah, it's gonna be the island of Doctor Gergi. Everything straight. Everything proportioned to the size of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so a petting zoo. You're opening up a petting zoo. Essentially, yeah. Um, I would want a bear, like a grizzly, the size of a dog. <laughs> Small dog. Small dog. So it'd be like a little pocket grizzly that you could pull out and be like, hey, look at my little grizzly bear. It'd be still pretty strong, but it would, you'd be able to cut its like nails and it wouldn't be able to hurt you all too crazy. Like imagine a chihuahua sized grizzly bear. That would, that would kind of be cool. So a right? koala? No, koalas are a disgusting one. They have gonorrhea. <laughs> and what? They just Wait, gonorrhea. what? Explain that. Don't, don't, don't go past the gonorrhea of koalas. I wish I could explain it, but. <laughs> It's just a thing that's well known that those are nasty bastards. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just so pervasive in koalas that they have gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, they're like the derogator sure. of the. Oh, <laughs> that's a horror. That's actually true. That's slander. No, not, no I don't you know. saw the chart. I saw the chart. Just I'm gonna explain that. I'm not gonna. I, I'll tip my hat, derogator. I respect the man. How about that? I'm just saying. Yeah, jeeps. chart. The jeeps. Also, second thing, they have two thumbs. <laughs> Like lined up with each other, that's just unnatural. Bears or koalas? Koalas. Koalas. And then like everybody's like, oh yeah, look how cute they like climb trees, and they don't like grip the tree. They drive their fucking nails into the goddamn tree and then climb up. <laughs> so I remember watching a video. This is way back in the day, Ebon's World. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's a lady. She's like, oh look at the baby koala, and she was like, the mom koala was just like, no, not having it. And um, so the lady's reaching out like, oh, my God. And then the mom koala grabs the lady's arm and, like, drives her nails into it, the lady's arm. And the lady, out of natural instinct, tra- pulls away. Ooh. And it was, like, five-inch-long gashes that were, like, an inch and a half to two inches deep. Like, her arm looked like spaghetti noodles. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And then. It was a lot of blood, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to change this. Because <laughs> you know I'm who, not queasy, but... You know who's man. better than koalas? You know who's better than koalas? You don't even have to change your size or nothing. Red pandas. Red pandas. Yes. Red <laughs> pandas are awesome, because they look like red raccoons, which is awesome, but they're not <laughs> dicks like raccoons are. Right? <laughs> raccoons like are fluffy. Awesome raccoons are dicks, though. I like raccoons. raccoons. They're cool when you like hear about their adventures, but it's all like... <laughs> <laughs> dickery based adventures yeah. like a raccoon slapped a lady and it was hilarious but then she got right. rabies right. <laughs> raccoon felt up a lady's boob because they can't see so they use their ha- their hands are super sensitive so they kind of just go around feeling everywhere and That's so like, like there's kind of like you on a Friday night yeah because <laughs> my contacts get dried out and be like well I'm virtually blind Sammy lead me the way <laughs> I just kind of talk to random people. Hello, can you be my friend and tell me where I'm going? <laughs> um, yeah, red pandas are awesome. Also, normal pandas, pretty awesome. Pocket normal, pandas. Normal pandas are lazy as shit, though. They don't, <laughs> they don't do crap. They don't even mate. That's how lazy they are. They don't even fuck each other. Right. Uh, I'd like to keep my species alive, but that seems like some work. <laughs> I could uh, just sit here and eat. I'm just saying, either eat or sleep 
or have sex with something that looks exactly like you. That's all I'm saying. I would choose sleep and eat. Sammy puts a valid point. That's true. <laughs> valid some, point. Some species dimorphism is called for. Right. Put some like boobs or some hips on those females. <laughs> Make them like the World of Warcraft ones or what? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no. Make them do kung fu. Make a DreamWorks movie about them. Patent pending. Patent pending. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, back to our story. <laughs> yeah. Back to our story. This guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's safe to say this guy is just not the smartest. And it's too bad he escaped the flames because now he might be able to reproduce. No, well, I don't think so. Because it's just the man and his mother who shared the rental home. So... Uh, I guess he wasn't the man of the house after all. He must have not had a dad or something. Because uh, he was like, a spider, no! <laughs> Why was Mickey Mouse in there? <laughs> Mouse, uh, sorry, my uh, <laughs> characters characters aren't that uh, versatile right now. But yeah, I, I was like, What's he up? goes, a spider, flamethrower. That's what I got to do. Like, who has that logic? <laughs> but you, you, guys, you guys are missing a point, though. It's not likely the spider survived. So in the end, <laughs> no shit. in the end, he, he did come out on top. Man one, spider nothing. <laughs> well, man kind of like maybe like point two because his house burned down. And he owes like <laughs> $60,000 in damages. Grand. Now see, the house was worth $40,000 to the building. Damage of the contents, $20,000. See, so he had $20,000 worth of shit in his house. I don't have $20. I don't have twenty dollars worth of shit in my house. Uh, he made it up. He's like, "Oh yeah," and I had a fifteen-inch yeah. screen and a surround sound system. I just and bought a new uh, DSLR camera. The whole the whole place was a you know Wi-Fi and you know speaker system integration, and it had a teleporter. <laughs> right, my shower head printer. My shower heads washed me. <laughs> you had the the like the whole wall of shower heads, right? Yeah, we just like turn around, just massage your butt. Mm-hmm. Your butt. Mm-hmm. There was just yep. one room devoted to showerhead that washed his butt. <laughs> Isn't that called a bidet? <laughs> There's actually a thing for that. And you can use hot water or cold water. Ooh. <laughs> and it has different um, different settings on the water, huh? You can have just straight like 200 psi. Or <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speak, speaking of which. Guys, I'm gonna admit this. When I went, uh, I went on a trip this last weekend. <laughs> oh God! We're hanging out uh, at the mall. There's a nice mall there. There's in Thousand Oaks. And you know those massage chairs that they have in there? Mm-hmm. It's like the Shiatsu massage. It's dollars. A long day. I was like, you know what? I might as well do it. So I sat in the chair. The first minute is three minute massage. And like after the first minute, I was like, man, it's going like down my back, lower bottom, lower back, kind of top of my butt. And for some reason. I don't know if it's my ass was too big, but there was one right in the middle, right near my butt, and it just went slowly like up my butt, up your crack. <laughs> no, not my crack, up my butthole. Damn. Like I was sitting there, wow. and I was like, "Man, this is a good massage." <gasps> and like I tightened up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And the guys I was with, like, "What the fuck happened?" I'm like, "This thing went in my butt." And the guy's like, "You're lying, bullshit." And I gave him the dollar. <laughs> and he sat in the seat and he was sitting there he goes man this is, this is not too bad this is not too bad whoa 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 whoa, whoa. 
So you work with Shia LaBeouf? That's cool. Sam. But the worst part was. I, I don't think that was a massage chair. I, 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 I think that was a Sibian. <laughs> I, I think there was some terrible mistake. Oh, man. You're actually it supposed was. to be facing it. Your lady parts were supposed to be. You don't have lady parts. <laughs> oh, man. That was the worst dollar I spent. Or the best dollar you spent. I wasn't expecting it. If I had expected it, I'd be like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. Um, where was this, Sam? Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Uh, like, like, was it like at a mall or? or... <laughs> yeah, it was like, at a mall. What, what was of everybody. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like, where was it like exactly like within the mall? Just a case, you know, just a case I was there. Oh. <laughs> What? Do I know not to go by the what kiosk yeah. was it by? Yeah, what, what what kiosk was it by? Just you know, just wondering. It's by the fountain. Okay. Fountain. All right. So like the big fountain, the main fountain. Yeah, the main fountain. Sweet. Okay. Uh, 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 did did it matter which which one which seat it was? Just uh, just so far I know. Left. It was the far, right, okay. far left. Is there like a special okay. wink and a nod you have to give somebody? Or <laughs> no, but I suggest putting a condom on that part because it gets up in that ass. <laughs> Mm. I mean, no. And, yeah, it sounds horrible. Like, and we looked at the machine, and I like kind of felt up the chair. I was like, "What? Why the fuck is there one there?" <laughs> wow, dude. I did. I'm serious. You so so felt up the chair. No, so the chair wanted oh. some revenge. Fill me up, huh? <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! Check I was like, process. "Is this supposed to go between my legs or like, like in my tailbone?" It just went right up my butt. Tickling the gooch, not... man. <laughs> Is that oh a part God. of shiatsu massage? How awesome would it be if you like took a girl on a date and you're just like walk all day and then just be like, hey, man, I'm tired. My feet <laughs> hurt. Like hey, let's, let's get some massages. And then like she sits down and then you don't say nothing. You just pretend everything's cool. And then you just kind of like look at it from the side, from your side glance and just be like, yeah, she's ready. <laughs> Jesus. She's, she's going to be so like ready to go. You just go straight home, and you're bam, instant. Hey, Sam. Now you know. Massage chairs. All right. Go to the mall. Yep. Tough it out at the mall. Walk around. Get your Wetzel's pretzel. Get your frozen yogurt. And <laughs> it's very specific. I mean. I like Orange Julius myself. Is that what you call the chair? <laughs> no, that was more like a Wetzel's pretzel. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wetzel surprise, if you know what I mean. Oh my god, it was not. Yeah, cool they have to ask for extra salts, and they're like, "Go to the massage chair, number four. <laughs> All right, so you told your massage story. I have to tell my massage massage story. Oh god, <sighs> <It's>, <laughs> this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> it's not that terrible. It's He's like, like I got molested. It, it's in... the same sort of theme, but it's not that terrible. So there's those like Chinese guys at the mall in the kiosk, right? <laughs> oh man! You know, and they go, Wait, "Do you want a kiosk? Do you want a massage?" You know, like right in the middle of the mall. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, and they maybe they have like a little tent or something like that, okay. whatever. You know, and so I was like, "Yeah, my back is kind of hurting. Let me see if this will help." And uh, so I get in the chair, and he's like, "Do you want like 15 minutes or like 20 minutes or 30 minutes?" And I was like, "Ah, 20 minutes." All right, meet him halfway. <laughs> yeah. So. Massage is going fine. I guess he assumes I'm a guy, so he just beats the shit out of me. It's that, you know, I'm not going to be light-handed on you. So, whatever. I'm fine. I can take it. And so he starts with the shoulders, works down, works down, works down. 
and then further down and and, and then further down and, and then he's massaging my ass <laughs> but like the top so I'm like uh, okay I could take this part I, you know it's not that bad and then he throws an elbow to my ass cheek <laughs> and I was like oh god and I think it was like it's part of the thing because if I just got straight elbowed in the ass cheek it probably wouldn't have been as bad <laughs> But I think he was pushing all the tension down to my ass cheek and then was going to, like, not punch it out of my body. <laughs> so that I'm not give tense. your ass cheek a kamayamaya to the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, digs his elbow into, like, the kind of the top of my ass. And, and for some reason, it hurts like hell. Like, you figure you have some meat there so you could absorb it. <laughs> but it just didn't. After that, that was like an ass beating. Like, I've never had. Literally like, an ass beating. <laughs> like, it wasn't, it wasn't painful, but it was like a worn out ass beating, like. Just like, uh, like you, like you just uh, got done wrestling for like six hours. And the thing was too is like, because it was so sudden, I just got tense again. <laughs> by the end of the massage, I was tense. I was like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm relaxed. Like it's it's intense massage, but you know when he lets go, my muscles relax. Then when he hit my ass, I was just like, this is not right. Stranger danger. I need an adult. <laughs> All the tension came back into my shoulders, into my head. I was just like, this is not worth. Fucking. I hate this. Fucking Sagat went movie tie on your ass. He did. He he threw an elbow right into my ass. So I guess I could tell my crush, though. (laughs) It better be as horrible. It better not be like, yeah, she blew me. And then three of them walked (laughs) out. It was awesome. Um, I uh, I used to go kind of regularly to get massages when I was playing football. Like every about three weeks, I used to just make sure everything was like it lined up and, you know, felt great. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first one of like the double days, like back to practice, you know? So my body's like, what are you doing? Why? And I, it's, why you do this? Why you do this? It was like, this is week three of actual like pads practice. We did double, two weeks of double days. So my body's like done. So I go in and, uh, we'll change this, the girl's name to Monica. And so Monica usually sees me. <laughs> And, um, and she's like, all right, ready for like, it's, it's like a 45 minute massage. And I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do this. But Monica wasn't there. Monica's a big, thicker Mexican girl. So it's like, I always trusted that she's able to like work out. I'm a big dude to work out the, you know, big muscles and stuff like that. She's familiar with the type of pressure she can apply. Yeah. (laughs) And so the next, and then I get, um, I will call this girl Sven. No, Stacy. It was a little tiny white girl, and I was like, "What? Like, I'm gonna have to come back like when Monica's here because this little girl isn't gonna be able to do anything. She's like 80 pounds. Like, I've seen my dogs take dumps bigger than her. And so I get in the room, and um, she she comes in and she's like, Monica says that you're pretty like tough, and I was like, I, I guess I don't know. I I'm just big, I guess. And she's like, all right, well, we'll see. And she gets like a little stepping stool thing because she's like small. She's like five one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good. this is going to. All right. Good thing I have insurance. <laughs> and then she goes and starts a massage. And to quote um, a movie, to paraphrase a movie, I should say. She made me squeal like a pig. <laughs> oh, my God. I was there laying down and I was like, it got to the point where I started biting the towel because I want to be like, I was getting, 
like I was <laughs> getting a blowjob or something was happening. I wanted like people to hear me next door and be like, Ugh! like just, <laughs> it was just the, guttural noises. Uh, 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 like she got like her, like what you said dropped an elbow on you. I know yeah. exactly the pain you're talking about because she like got an elbow and like <laughs> ran it across my shoulder blades. I was like, ah, felt fantastic. Yeah. But it hurt so bad. And at the end of it, I will never forget this girl. And I've, I've ran into her a couple times in my life. And, um, <laughs> she, she, at the end of it, and I'm like, she's like, all right, I'm done. And I'm like, I had the, the towel in my mouth and I like spit it out and I'm like, uh-huh. And she's like, was that, uh, because was that rough enough? Was that too rough for you, pumpkin? And she like hits my butt and walks away. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't move. Like I can't even, I tried to laugh. And like when I, when I finally got up, cause he had to like rest there for like 15 minutes. Like yeah. I did at least cause I felt like I just got my ass whooped. I paid it the fucking hour. Right. Staying here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna collect my thoughts as I lay here, face down, defeated. <laughs> and uh, and I saw her on the way out. And she like smiled, little little cute smile. And I look at her like, "Hey, you're not human." <laughs> I'll see you in the ring, bitch. <laughs> right? I was like, "I'll see you on the put on a, put on your head, girl. I'll see you on the wrestling mat. Let's do this." <laughs> yeah, I've never had a massage like, and I've had like massages by like dudes and stuff. Uh-huh. Which I was like, oh, I need to get somebody to get in there to get the needy greedy. And I was like, nope, not like that little girl. That little girl. <laughs> I don't, I wish I knew who she was at so I go, I can go to her. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of want to take the challenge now too. Right. <laughs> I mean, see, <laughs> I have as much surface area as you just stretched longer. So maybe it would be diffused or what, but. No, well, you got to remember I'm like denser than you. Cause I'm co- more compact. So my muscles are probably thicker. And this is like, this is like when I was playing football, like, this is senior year, so this is me at like my physical prime. So it was just a lot of muscle to get through, and she got all the way down in there, and I was like, ah! <laughs> She was ah! saying she would go through me. She'd drop yeah, an elbow she, and just sink into the table. She'd probably drop an elbow, and it would probably start showing on your nipple on the other side. <laughs> like, oh, man, my lungs felt so good. She got really <laughs> deep tissue. <laughs> I also can't breathe. She punched her rib. <laughs> she pushed my lung into a rib. But um, yeah, that that girl was awesome, and I wish I could find her. If she's if you're listening, you know who you are. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about love, we Aww. all have a. <laughs> our family has a fond <laughs> place in our heart. We don't really love it, but our parents do. Yeah. And it's something that they like to call is God country. God's country. Yeah, it's God's country. And before you guys country. all think, go thinking, you guys aren't Israeli. You're right. We're not from Jerusalem. <laughs> I would have figured the South. The South. The initial yeah. assumption. Yeah. Guys, right? I guess I'm assuming people to have an understanding of history. Um, <laughs> or the world. Or the world. No offense. No offense, but, you know, as George Carlin once said, um, Realize how how dumb the average person is, and then realize half of the people on the planet are dumber than them. <laughs> That's you know so. All right, but back to uh, what our family calls God's country. 
uh, New Jerusalem as your guys that tested <laughs> New Jerusalem. And I honestly think it's like, I think latitude, it's like two degrees off from the same latitude of Jerusalem is. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, no, you can look it up. Like, oh my it's God. like three or four or two or three. I can't remember. The Mormons were right. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, um, this, it was originally called New Alabama. Did you know that? <laughs> that doesn't fucking surprise me one bit. <laughs> people from the Confederacy try to come bit. out here. Uh, just quick history thing. Um, Fort Tejon, as you go through the grapevine, oh yeah, was built by the Union to keep uh confe- the Confederacy from trying to like pass into the valley. And so the place they're talking about is Madera, California. Good old Madera, Madera, Cal- Madera. Wood, California, as I like yeah. to call it. Now, there's too many vowels in there, guys. Madura. Madura. Like Murica. Murica Madura. It's Madera, but it's um, wood. I'm going to try to translate all the Spanish uh, uh, names in the state into just uh-huh. their English translation. So, wood. The city we're, of wood. We're wood. from Ashtree, California. Yeah, Ashtree, California. Fresno. So, we're, the Mexicans is based in Fresno, California, technically. And. Madera, California is what? An hour? No, not even an hour away. Like, what? 30 minutes? It's our psycho crazy neighbor. <laughs> the psycho hillbilly neighbor. That's what it is. It's just <laughs> north of us. And so, in Madera, it's, uh, this is where the story takes place. California God's country. Man, get it right. Sorry. No, God's country. So, California man is charged with stealing beeswax for his drug habit. Because that's the most profitable thing you can do to drug habit. I was like, man, is it? Is he have dreads? Like, why else would you need beeswax? <laughs> or his lips are really fucking chapped. Really chapped? Or are you making candles? Or it's fun to chew on. It tastes like honey. <laughs> I what was the, was the noise necessary to get the point across? And um, I don't. Is this like the new bath salts beeswax? I don't understand what the drug habit is. Is it no. the drug habit? Get trying to like basically. Like, yeah, go he, ahead. He 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 worked at this bee farm, <laughs> whatever, and stole beeswax, sold it, and then used that money to oh, buy drugs. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, he's he did not, not smoke the beeswax. He's not as clever as you think he is. Oh, he's, like, he's not he like developed some form of like you know vaping based on beeswax, right? It's quite literally like how people always make fun of meth heads. I get these bees out my teeth. Quite literally, <laughs> like he's trying to get the bees in people's teeth because the beeswax. So he just no. what? How? What's 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 the street value of beeswax? Well, I'll tell you. Tell me. He'll tell you. Three dollars and twenty five cents per pound. <laughs> per Cheaper pound. than gas. <laughs> what? What are the uses of beeswax? <laughs> it could be used to make candles. Or for the production of food, cosmetics, and pharmaceuticals. Oh. Uh, so I guess, I guess. I mean, if you sold that to a pharmaceutical company, I guess. But Yeah, but th- what's your story going to be? Like, hey, I got a, just a sack full of beeswax. <laughs> you want to buy it? Like, hey, Pfizer, I got some plastic <laughs> bags of beeswax. Don't ask questions. Just take them. Like, hey, six pounds of it. This guy had nearly 200 pounds of it, though. That's the thing. I mean, beeswax is heavy. So, like, if you have, like, a jar of beeswax, that's probably, like, a pound. All right, so what's the street cost of it? Uh, 325 a pound. 
That dude made six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Which I don't what are you know. Talking about? It said that he was arrested on Saturday after his employer found in Glick's car a uh, seventeen hundred dollar receipt for sales of beeswax to a Fresno company. So he was selling it to a company <laughs> at a premium price. At a pretty marked up price because if he was sold at wholesale, I guess. So what California company is just buying beeswax out of a dude's van? It's a Fresno <laughs> company. A Fresno company. <laughs> Seriously, what's what Only company is them. buying out of a dude's van? Like, how did he sell it? It was just like, hey, got a bunch of beeswax. Don't ask <laughs> questions. Craigslist, dude. <laughs> got 200 pounds beeswax. Serious offers only. Right. Got them beeswax. <laughs> what's it called? $600 OBO. <laughs> <laughs> or what was it? Uh, $1,700 OBO. <laughs> That's what it was. And, hey, hey, man, you can use this to make candles. You can make this in the production of food, cosmetics, pharmaceuticals. Man, beeswax is the You can shit. make your own medicine, man. It's if, all natural, baby. Go get it, baby. Yeah. Like, it's not even like honey. <laughs> like it's I think beeswax. if he stole the honey, that'd be more profitable than what he did. <laughs> you can go to a farmer's market and make $10,000 in a weekend. Easy. $10,000. Like anybody at a farmer's market is making $10,000. I did get my jalapeno jam, though. Oh, your raspberry jalapeno jam? (laughs) Raspberry jalapeno jam. And did you pay $8 for a 12-ounce bottle? Uh, I probably did. (laughs) But (laughs) the mango mango habanero marmalade. That sounds fucking delicious. It is. I am. Two questions. All right. Two questions. (laughs) Here we go. You can pick one. First one. What agricultural product would you guys sell based on what you know is the most profitable? Or what at your work could you sell to make money for your drug habit? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, hey, that's that's super easy. That's uh, for the agricultural one. I'm doing something that's a little bit up to date. Water. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will drive up to Washington with the biggest truck tanker i could find steal it get a bunch of water and just bring it down be like all right i got this much water let's go i mean what's the price of milk like four dollars a gallon five dollars a gallon <laughs> you don't want i'll go sell it next i'll go sell it down the street his crops are gonna get watered <laughs> uh, you know what you, i work no. go I ahead. Work for a fruit-based company wink wink hint hint they sell electronics and so I could take like one thing and I'd make like $700. It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> but I'm not doing that because I just started that job. So I'm not about to get fired. Fire up. You guys, you need, you guys need to sell corn. Oh shit. You right? make some Mon- no, corn Monsanto syrup. Monsanto will sue us. You can, uh, make some ethanol. You can, uh, you can just make corn, corn on a cob. People love corn. All right. You do Kettle corn. With corn. You can feed some cows. Actually, bees, bees is not a bad, uh, thing too. Cause you can, uh, um, almost like rent. Your bees and just move the hive boxes near um uh what is the word I'm looking for uh farms and stuff orchards and yeah. the bees will pollinate everything obviously they'll do their thing and then p- that people make money doing that like a lot of money huh. so steal the bees steal the queen and then the, the rest will follow but it's easier <laughs> to steal the box but because then you'd have to open it and then find the queen and then. You take the queen from her spot, and the rest of them get fucking mad. 
And so it's better just to steal the box. <laughs> Take everything. <laughs> so there's a little economic advice from Kirgi. <laughs> steal the bees. Uh, I had somebody I had somebody ask me, like, what should I invest in? And I was like, lithium. And they looked at me <laughs> weird. And I was like, oh, were you not asking, like, a serious question? Or you want me to be like, I don't know, titties. <laughs> invest in titties. Titties are always in high demand. <laughs> Um, straight. But they're like, I guess he goes that you answered that really quick, and I was like, because that's like, that's gonna be the gold of the past. What lithium is now is what like gold was back then. Because right now it's just like everything uses it. It's because everything's gonna be wireless, but exactly. it still needs electricity. Mm-hmm. Super conductive or what? It's just it's most what batteries. batteries. Most batteries now are. You heard lithium ion battery? Oh yeah. That's, I knew that, but it's a, it's a chemical that's a rare yeah. chemical that's really abundant in Africa and China is very much taking advantage of poor Africa and their, um, lithium mines. But, um, God. but they have, they're accepting them with open arms. I'm sure they are because <laughs> they're putting enough money in there, not equal value to the lithium they're pulling out, but just <laughs> but enough. enough where they'll be like, Oh yeah, come in. Have a great time. Have a great time. We'll build like you Africa doesn't a learn. hotel. <laughs> like, Africa just doesn't learn. <laughs> you do not. They're just. I guess it's like the the Portuguese method of what they did with Brazil. Like, let's just give them gifts and treat them right, and they'll be our friends. That's essentially what China's doing. Like, all right, here we'll bring you some cool stuff, but nowhere near what we're taking from you. <laughs> yeah. But at least they let them do the misguided governmental stuff instead of just saying, oh, we're your government now. <laughs> yeah, that's your it. new governor is Ling Pao. Right. Enjoy and him. This is your border now. Yeah, we understand that you guys have been like this for the past, <laughs> I don't know, 4,000 years. But this is this is how it's going to be now. Yeah, at least Deal we have some, some semblance of independence. Right. Unlike the French. Smoke and mirrors. English. <laughs> Dutch. Uh... Belgian, Portuguese, Portuguese, Spanish, Spanish. <laughs> All I'm saying <laughs> is that African and Chinese girls—that'd be a nice mix. No, what? Sorry, I didn't mean just the African and Chinese girls having sex. I meant African and Chinese <laughs> no, no, people no, mixing. No, you're right. right. That we, me, me and Gilbert finally found out the problem. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's fine, Greg. No, shh, shh, shut up. Shush. Absolutely, how it works. I meant. Like a dozen of them. At one time. Yeah, so you get like an Asian girl, you get an African girl, and then just right there. That would be amazing if the... And some lithium. <laughs> and beeswax. <laughs> lithium and beeswax and call it a party. <laughs> now I'm just visualizing that. Uh, <laughs> Don't visualize that. With the lithium and beeswax? No, how the fuck? How would I even do that? Just put... <laughs> Put beeswax around a battery? No. Oh. I was thinking about the Asian and or Chinese and um. Mm. <laughs> He's really thinking about hands. it. Where Sorry. are your hands? Right here. Look at both of them. I have a flashlight hey. underneath my table. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. Why is that thumping noise? Kirky, stop it. Yeah. Hear that, ladies? I bring the thump. <laughs> Those are audio gags. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're part Foley. Hey, yo. 
Um, so yeah. What about you, Gilbert? What would you steal from your work? <laughs> Other than a, a child for like endangered servants. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I can say the same thing. <laughs> Their futures? I don't know. <laughs> the time they would have had? I don't know. Um, That's, my job, I was like pencils. I'll steal pencils. That's me too. I'm still, I'm slang pencils. <laughs> Can't Quality you see, paint. Like, textbooks or something? Right. <laughs> my new job. I'm uh, still Sharpies. <laughs> Little hood rats love that, so they can draw their distorted name on public property. Hey, little little scrappy kid needs to be seen everywhere. That's how you respect in the hood. Stop opening your mouth in weird ways. <laughs> Green grab. Everyone's gonna see that. <laughs> cool. That's why I left it there for so fucking long. Um. All right. So we talked about God's country. Now let's talk about something that's um pretty freaking awesome in my book. Because it's been a long time. Been a long time. It's been a long time since we've heard from the guy. But um I wanna kick I wanna just, you know, the man who needs no introduction is the return of Weird Al. Everybody's happy about that, right? Yeah. Can you explain to our younger viewers who this is? <laughs> oh yeah. Actually Gilbert, you could probably explain it best because I mean, I actually like Weird Al because of you. Yeah, oh, you kind of really? got me into it too. So, Gilbert, you know, I'd be I wouldn't do him justice explaining the history of Word Out. So, my liege. <laughs> well, Al- Alfred Yankovic is a uh, <laughs> pop singer from uh, down in California, who in the early '80s um, made a couple, you know, kind of goofy songs, kind of funny, and you know, that was pretty much it. We haven't heard about him since then. Uh, you know, nobody really knows about him. You know, he's just kind of like a little indie artist that we we like, you know. Yeah. No, actually, he's the guy who makes the parody songs. And when I say the parody songs, I mean the parody songs. Like, other people try, and other people get a hit. But he's the one who consistently has hits. And he's Man. the one who kind of, who you looked, looked to when you want to make a parody song. And that's yeah. the reason why there's really only him. Because he does them so well, nobody else can really try and be effective and make it a career. Absolutely. In my personal opinion, he is batting a thousand. Uh, there, there is not one, in my opinion, like bad Weird Al parody song. There's some that I like more than others. Yeah, but all of them are fucking great. Yeah, and he he does all kinds of parodies, all kinds of songs. So if you buy like a album. You'll hear more of that. Like if you listen to the singles, they're all parodies. Um, save a few. But if you listen to the album, he has the parodies and he has the stylistic parodies, which aren't parodies of direct song like most of his are, but just like a stylistic copy of a song. So it sounds like a song or an artist or a group, even though it's ridiculous. And then he has some songs that are just like original, stupid, silly, goofy, so crazy. The thing about Weird Al that amazes me. 14 albums. Good God. 14 albums. <laughs> Since he started in 1983. It's been 20 years. 20 years. 30 years. Fucking A, 30 years. He's been doing this for over 30 years. And fun fact about me, uh, Weird Al's Poodle Hat Tour was the first concert I ever went to. I wasn't a very rebellious kid. But <laughs> <laughs> I have the band shirt and everything. The the, the uh, concert shirt with all the tour dates on the back. Saroyan Theater. 
2003, I think. Oh my nice. God. I'm slightly jealous. I went yeah, to was... I went to that one, and I went to Running with Scissors, the one right before that one. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember. You have that shirt. Yeah. Yep. Probably still have shit because I didn't get to go. <laughs> <laughs> if he does another one, I'm 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 going. He goes to the Fresno Fair often or kind yeah. of occasionally, like you know. I, I I've that's what I've seen him, but I want to I want to catch him on a tour like that. Oh yeah. So here's the question I have for you guys. So Weird Al came out. Everyone loves the album, generally speaking. Um, but a lot of these news places and these kind of um, like blogs and stuff mm-hmm. are really being super critical about Weird Al and the fact that since YouTube, the age of YouTube, he's not the only one doing parodies. You're you're right that he does them very well, but there's other people that do parodies well on their you know in the individual basis. So how do you think he's gonna cope? I mean, I, I'm gonna follow up this with another uh, statement he made. But how do you think that this album is going to be able to keep up uh, immediately for the time being with those kind of YouTube things? So, yeah. <laughs> how do you think he's going to be able to keep up? I, I had a lot of layers to that question. I've been following this pretty closely. So just starting with that, how do you think that this album or what you've heard so far is going to be able to keep up and how people are receiving it? I mean, at least how you've seen people receive it, you know? I could answer this pretty quickly. But, Gerg, do you want to take a step at it first? or? Um, yeah, I- I, I mean, to be a little bit long-winded on it and just to give my opinion. Um, nobody, like, there could be people that do it. I, I, I equate it to the, I see uh, Weird Al as the parody, as, like, Michael Jackson was the pop. Like, there could be people that are great at it, like Usher and Justin Timberlake and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the king of parodies is going to be Weird Al. I mean, he was doing it. He did it where people were like, what the hell is this? And now that everybody's like, oh, I'm going to make fun of this song. And they all do their, 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 their right, but nobody does it like Weird Al. And as for how's the CD going to do? Um, I mean, the nostalgia behind that it's been, I don't know how many years since his last CD or is three it years? three years since, I mean, then his last time where he just like, he bombarded us with videos like three days in a row. So I, I mean, I I don't see it. I mean, it may not sell as good as the other ones, but that's just because CDs don't sell as good usually. But um, I think it's gonna be fine. And as for people that are like, oh yeah, people do it on YouTube now. I mean, so people do a lot of things on YouTube, and there are people that do it. I mean, Philip DeFranco does the news. Is that hurt hurt John Stewart or hurt any of the news people? Yeah. So, and I think I think one of the first thing is that he has a production company behind him, and yeah, he has the marketing money. And that's going to go a long way. And even though that's not going to equal album sales, especially CDs, it's going to equal money in different ways. So like music downloads, um, hits on YouTube, because essentially his videos and his music was YouTube music before it was ever a thing. Yeah. Like he seamlessly fits into YouTube for what he does seamlessly you know he just keeps doing what he's doing and it goes it just transcends into this age you know so there's nothing really he has to adjust he just has to keep doing it and the fact that he has the money to produce good stuff is gonna help him a lot so he can make videos well Um, well, that's the thing 
that's the thing I was going to bring up next is that the way he marketed this, it was uh, eight music videos in eight days. So these last eight days, I forget what day we're on, but he's been releasing music videos on Funny or Die, Yahoo News, The Nerdist, um, a couple other different venues. Like, And he's been getting these companies to pay him to make the videos. He doesn't charge him for it. He just says, hey, give me the money for the video. I'm going to make the video. It's going to be on your site. I'm going to bring you traffic. And with that, he's already found himself with like three viral viral hits or whatever that means anymore. And um, to answer my own question, I just looked it up real quick. Uh, he's on course f- for his first number one, uh, the Billboard Top 200. So <laughs> Jason Mraz is his only option uh, or his only uh, competitor right now. For which song? Um, no, just the album in general. Oh, overall. damn. Yeah, <laughs> which is surprising that he didn't have a number one to begin with, but Again, maybe in this YouTube age, you know? That and, like, look, look. also, I mean, number one back then, like, you're going to try to make a, I mean, who's going to, you're going to outbeat Michael Jackson in the 80s for a number one <laughs> album? Like, I mean, in the 90s, I mean, you had so many people that were just kind of going back and forth. So, I, I mean, I, to me, it's not surprising. But um, as an album, but I mean, now everybody likes the comical, let's make fun of something. I think that's what Psy, you know, the guy from South Korea, gives him such a big, like, boost. Because his songs are, like, just random as shit, you know? Yeah. And everybody knows the songs that Weird Al's doing. And they're done very well. So everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is funny, you know? Like, the first thing I did when I saw, the hit, when I heard his new, uh, the parody off Fancy, Handy, uh-huh. I was like, this is a song for my brother Abraham. <laughs> so I sent it to him, you know, so I was, it's already, I was one of the, I contributed to it getting shared other yeah. than just me watching it. I hope he gets the number one. Yeah. My favorite one thus far, word crimes, just a brilliant video, brilliant par- parody. It sounds exactly mm-hmm. like the song. That's always the one thing I liked about his music was that you hear the song, the intro, couldn't tell if it was the real or fake, especially with the Michael Jackson ones. Yeah. Like he paid, like his musicians are like on point with that stuff. I wonder your thoughts. Uh, just he um, does things just genuine. That's one thing I think that goes for him. Everything's genuine. Everything is worked on with a passion, with hard work, with understanding what he's doing. Um, he's not a great singer as far as how his voice sounds, but he has really good range. And that's why you can parody a lot of songs. Any kind of song you could think of, he could parody it because he can hit high and he can hit low and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So nothing is out of his wheelhouse. He can rap. He can sing country. He can sing folk. He can sing R&B, pop, whatever. So uh, one final note, um, just last point being made. You guys actually hit on it a bunch of times. But he is out of his record contract. And so now he's opting to do singles instead of releasing full albums. A lot of the stuff that people were complaining about is that he's not very topical. Like he would make a song like Blurred Lines. Luckily, Blurred Lines has been out long enough to, for it to be popular and kind of ingrained in kind of mm-hmm. the music right now. So that's still relevant. But give that song Fancy another like two weeks and it's going to be done. And then his parody is no longer going to be relevant. Do you think that it's going to be beneficial that he's going to go fully digital now? And be able to do those parodies within, hopefully, I see how fast he's going to do it. If that's the case, people who do parodies better watch the fuck out. If he's going to be, it's like the South Park guys. If they're going to, if he's going to be able to turn around and do something week to week with the same quality as he has been, or even half the quality, good God, that's going to yeah. be awesome. 
Yeah, he probably has a studio already in his house. Um, he doesn't have to wait for the money to create the entire album. That's that's just going to be exactly what he needs to be big. Just make something new. Practically do what a lot of people do. Probably have a channel. Probably have Patreon, Kickstarters. Who he could do whatever. He can go any route. He could just make money purely off of YouTube. He can have exclusive content like he did with uh, the Yahoo videos and you know, Funny or Die or whatever. He yeah. without a contract, it's it's his to take. He could do whatever. He can, he can, it's his choice, you know. Dare we say we have the new YouTube sensation? YouTube would only hope. Right? Yeah. yeah that dude doesn't need no help. That dude could start his own website where he just, I'm going to put up my stuff here. So I'm happy he's back. I can't wait to listen to the full CD or the full album. 50, not bad for a 54 year old, right? Right? <laughs> Shit. God damn. Mathematically, he's been doing it since he was 24. So not bad at all. Right. That's pretty impressive, and yeah, I can't, I can't wait to, like, I can't wait to hear it, and looking forward to how it ends. Much like people probably are about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the end, this is it. So this has been the Fantastic Voyage. Uh, I am Sam. You could contact me at the Excellence on Twitter, on Facebook.com/slash the Excellence. I am in charge of that page, so comment and do all those things there. Like us there. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud.com slash TheMexcellenceDOTCOM. Same thing on YouTube. Hey, that's actually it. If you have any questions for us, tweet us. Uh, we'll answer it there. We're not going to have many questions, so if you ask, we will answer. Um, that's for me. Gerg, you have Twitters and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to I don't know, talk to me, ask me questions, get a hold of me anyway, uh, you can tweet me at MXLNT. G E R G. That's an excellent Gerg. And, um, yeah, send me your hate, send me your love, send me your questions. It's all accepted. And I live in a tree. Yeah, so he has to go back to make a cookie. Just sound a pigeon. The pigeon knows where to go. Just find How about you fox him? <laughs> fox How about you fox him? Sorry, I had to get my daily, uh, Mel Brooks reference oh, in. Let's say one podcast without a Mel Brooks joke. Joke. I can't talk. And since I can't talk, that's the end of the podcast. I've been Sammy Gonzalez. I've been Gilbert Gonzalez. And I've been Gurgi. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, always, everyone. Always keep toxic waste in the proper disposable area and never say hi to strangers. <laughs>